0: I'm Jonathan Polevsky, and it's my pleasure to interview Manuel Barueco for these podcasts. So let's talk about um, this this latest CD, um, music by Albenis Granados and Manolo Sanlucar. Okay, so um, this was originally a ballet, correct? Right. On the story of Medea, the classical story of Medea. Right. Have you ever seen the ballet?
1: No, I've seen bits and pieces, you know, but no, I haven't seen it. You know, I've been checking to see if they're going to do, when they're going to do it again in Madrid. I would love to see it.
0: And this is a suite for guitar and orchestra based on music of the ballet that the composer put together for you? Nope. No. Who did he put it together for?
1: Well, he. I I put it together. Ah. I put it together. I mean, he old, later made an orchestral version of it for guitar and orchestra, but it's a much longer piece, almost an hour long, you know. And I um, I, I listened to it. I saw him in concert, and I, uh, he gave me a CD of it, and I just fell in love with it. And I asked him if, if he would allow me to to do like a concert length version of it, like, you know, 20 some minutes. So I chose the uh, the movement and, you know, and I put it together. And also another thing that I had to do is in some of the movements, actually for, for two guitars, you know, in some of the more flamenco things, it's like a
0: solo thing and an accompaniment. So I sort of combined them, you know, to that. Nice. Now, as a classical guitarist, we're sort of, you know, in the flamenco world and we're out of the flamenco world Mm. at the same time, you know, in terms of the instrument is different, the technique is different, Mm -hmm. and yet many things, I mean, the harmonies in the instrument, the positions are are, are sort of similar. So uh, is it something you've wanted to do for a long time to uh, explore this aspect of an instrument that is so close and yet in some ways so far?
1: Well, I mean, the, the piece is not really a flamenco piece. I mean, he it has flamenco influences for mm-hmm. sure, and there are a couple of movements that you know, especially the ones called um, seduction. In seduction, there's a big introduction, and that is flamenco. Mm-hmm. He wrote a piece that is really—you cannot call it flamenco, you know. You, probably easier to call it even classical than flamenco, but it's a very strong flamenco influence in that. And his playing, his performance of it, obviously is. I mean, you. Know, so no, I mean, I don't play flamenco, but 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 on the other hand. For me, it was, it was it was necessary to find a way to play it because if I if I played it in in an old-fashioned classical Spanish way, it wouldn't seem wimpy. I mean, because these guys, I mean, they get right in, into them, the middle of it, you know. I mean, so uh, so I I think I found a way to do it that it's, it's somewhere between flamenco and classical. In, in fact, I called it, you know uh, like flamenco dressing tales, you know. <laughs>
0: as a guitarist what you as a guitarist see when you look at those guys play like what what impresses you with their style and their way of approaching the guitar
1: well as aside from the music you know which i mean i love to listen to flamenco you know but but aside from the music is that there is this inseparable connection between the guitar the flamenco guitar and the flamenco music it's almost like, you know, we don't know which one... I mean, we know which one came first, but it, it, it's so strong that it, it almost seems like flamenco came out of the guitar or the other way around. I think such a strong connection, for example, also exists You know, with electric guitar and, and rock music, for example. I mean, it, that's just like they were made for each other. What I would love to have accomplished is to, to, to be able to play it in a way... For example, like the arrangements of, of albani and Granados. I mean, before I was... I was happy to make it as good as, as, as the piano. Now I'm hoping and when listening go to the piano, it will, the piano will sound like a bad transcription of the guitar thing That, that, that to develop that connection. Mm-hmm. In general, just when I see them play, I think the, the the number one thing that hits me is the power of the playing, you know, the, the intensity, you know. Uh, and I remember the first time I, I heard Paco de Lucia, it was, a, it was in a festival in France and it was outdoors and I was... I was was arriving late, obviously, and as I was coming closer, it was like somebody was just hit him in the chest, you know, this this powerful thing that flamenco has. That and you know, and just the music itself, how, how they play it. I mean, it's these are these are the flamenco guys are like kind of like a jazz guy, you know right you know obviously from different cultures but, but visceral it's really visceral. it's really yeah. visceral
0: and and yeah. powerful and it's all about intensity well like medea i mean you know i mean
1: the story of you know of the, uh, the the man that leaves his wife for for a younger woman and his wife you know despite him kills the children to hurt him i mean that's like that's like flamenco you know i mean i mean because that's an aspect of 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 the flamenco just the pain
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know also pain taking the pain i mean you know
0: very foreign that. for this culture. Yeah, and expressing that in a in a uh, in a way that I think is unique to Southern Spain. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is this is geographically. You know, you mentioned sort of how the electric guitar is linked to rock and roll, but it's also linked to jazz, and it's also linked. And rock and roll means a million different things now. But the flamenco guitar yeah. is. There is nothing more specific than that guitar for that style of music. You yeah.
1: Know? No, but what I mean with the guitar and rock, for example, is yeah, the, the 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 electric guitar can be playing jazz, but a number of instruments, you know, would just be just as good as electric guitar in jazz. But when it comes to rock and roll music and mm-hmm. and, and the guitar, I mean, it's iconic. Cannot replace it. Yeah. You cannot mm. replace it. Interesting.
0: So. Um... And the same,
1: by, by the way, and that's what I mean also with flamenco and the flamenco guitar. I mean, it's you know, it couldn't be done in a piano. I mean, it has to be a flamenco guitar.
0: No, uh, I'm going to ask you something that you don't like to do. Are you going to um, publish this? Because uh, I know you don't like writing things down and publishing them. I, you know, I.
1: This the, is what your the, wife tells me. Yeah, no, the solo things. Yeah, I mean, I want to do it, and I, I've I promised myself that <laughs> that I will be more disciplined about it, and I really would like to do it because I, uh, you know, I think I think it's a good thing to do. The Medea itself. I mean, that's up to Sanlúcar what he wa- what he wants to do with it. I mean. Uh, I mean I have the scores I mean he he just gave me the whole thing they were, you know basically all the parts everything you know do whatever you want with it you know but it's his music so so I think you should make it available
0: because mm-hmm. I think I think other people are going to want to play it yeah I think we're looking for an accessible interesting guitar concerto I mean I mean
1: well I don't know if uh, it's not it's not a concerto in the traditional sense you know I mean it's not you know in in, in the classical sense but it's a piece for guitar and orchestra that that could be played often, you know, just like, you know, like, you know, Rhapsody in Blue or something like that, you know, for, for, for the guitar.
0: Tell me a bit about the Tenerife Symphony Orchestra and Victor Pablo Perez.
1: Well, Victor Pablo is a conductor that I've that I worked with many, many times. You know, he's also a friend. I think, I think he's a great conductor. And, um, and we also actually, as far as recording, this is the second time that we record together because he was a conductor in, in the CD that we did called Concierto Barroco that had music by Sierra, Rupert and Vivaldi. And Tenerife is from the uh, from the Canary Islands, and it's an orchestra also that that, that I've had you know history with. I have I've worked with them a, a number of times in, in the past, and you know, so in in a way, sort of feels like home a little bit because also the the people and and the, the way in which they speak is actually very similar to Cubans.
0: Oh, interesting!
1: And in fact, you know, I was staying in the hotel. I forget beautiful hotel in, in Tenerife, and uh, and all of a sudden I see a piano one corner, one plaque, and you know, and it was because of Ernesto Lacona, the most famous Cuban composer, uh, that he had lived there for for many years after he left Cuba as, a, if not as a refugee, because of the Castro in protest, and he never he never went back over there.
0: The Albanese, um, you you picked sort of a bunch of uh, favorite pieces, yeah. uh, I think, and yeah. pieces that you've been playing for a very very long time. Some of them, some of them
1: for a very long time, some of them short time, some of them I played there for the first time, like Mallorca, I had never really played before. Um, there are pieces, some of them are pieces that, that, I, that I that I needed to put down at one point or another, like, you know, Torre I mean, I've known that for a long time, I had, you know, I had never, you know, La Maja de Goya, so I needed to put to put it down, or Córdoba, for example, you know, and because in the past I've been doing more like in collections, you know, and I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that with these pieces, so at least here they are. And I think also pieces that, that live well with the San Luca thing. You know, I think they're, they're more, a lot of things more from the south of Spain. There's more like flamenco influence, definitely, like in, 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 in like the Rumores and La Galeta and Torre Hermeja. I mean, they, they, you know, Cordoba. I mean, right. it's all about the south, really.
0: Absolutely. And so it's two different views of uh, southern Spain in many yeah, ways on the, on the album. Thank you. I'd love to talk about the Albanese. It was funny. I, I asked you um, when uh, when you're doing a concert. You played these in concert in Baltimore about uh, half a year ago, six months ago, something like that. And I said, are, "So are you doing, you know, are you doing Cantos de España? No. Are you doing this? No. Are you, you know, like I struck out on every piece I asked you that you were doing. And uh, there, there, it's kind of a unique set actually, in some ways. Uh, and I'm curious, like, why you chose these particular these particular ones. I mean, some of them are famous, Cordoba, um, and the tango, but some are, you know, kind of unusual. Yeah.
1: Well, but most most of them are, are, you know, well-known pieces,
0: you know. Do they make any kind of set? And and why did the Granados end up in here? Which is also interesting. Yeah. Although I like the Granados a lot. It's one of my yeah. favorite pieces. Yeah.
1: Well, I was considering not putting it in, you know, because it was uh, they're like, I think, they're like five pieces by Albanese and just one by Granados. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's such a beautiful piece. And I and I was really happy with the way I came out, you know, and and I thought that was more important than just to keep it, you know, like two composers. So I just I just want to have it, and it also gives a little bit of a break. It's in between the the uh, Albanese because it's really his music is really quite different from Albanese anyway.
0: Do you mean the mezzo Uh No, it
1: could it could be. I mean, I have been playing, for example, the tango and Cordoba and Torre Meja, you know, because you know one is fast and one is slow and one is fast and they're all in D, you know, so I don't have to be returning stuff. Uh, and i played also the first two the prelude and the from spain and and from morisca leda together because they're also they're also in um well the first one is uh, in e but anyway they work together well there's a similarity about them that i think you know they work together well nice, nice. but no they're not they're not meant as a set no, mm-hmm. no.
0: I just want to talk about your approach to transcription with these a little bit more and just flesh that out a little bit more because it's different than uh, maybe it would have been when you recorded the Cantos de España and maybe more similar to a, when maybe Segovia was looking at these things for the first time. Let's right, talk about that. Right, right,
1: right. Well, that's what I was trying to say before the connection between flamenco and, and the and flamenco guitar, rock and roll and, and electric guitar. I I have moved closer... To, uh, to the way it was really traditionally done, you know, by, by Joubet, for example, you know, uh, because they, they use more the imagination, they exploited more the sounds of the instruments, you know, like when when there would be rasqueados, you know, uh, implied that we just put it in, although they use the harmonics sometimes. For example, in Torre Bermeja, there are a couple of places that, that Joubet put some, some some harmonics just for the colors, you know. Probably if I had done this, you know, 20 years ago, I probably wouldn't have done that, you know, because it wasn't in the piano because I don't play harmonics. Now I just, I just, I asked myself another question, you know, what if... Albany time, be working with a guitarist and a and guitarist offer this to him, you know, as a possibility, would he have taken it? And whenever I thought, yes, he would, then I've done it.
0: I think that's really you true. Know? I mean, this is a man who was a performer, a man who wanted to please the audience and delight them. And, uh, you know, why not use every tool of the guitar that you have at your uh, disposal? But I think you have to get to a certain point in your career. Uh, where you're comfortable doing that, and you, but know, I, yeah, you but I, yeah but yeah but but i but I think also
1: that I guess for me but, but i think for 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 a lot of other people has been important for a long time i mean I think it's important to exploit the instrument, you know whether it's uh, you know particular qualities of a singer in their voice or or or, or particular things that that an instrument can can do. And exploits its beauties and you know its and its effect and and I think I I sort of uh, neglected that more in the past and now I think that it's something that 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 we want to hear like you know the, the you know the secrets and the mysteries of of, of the instrument because the truth is that with certain fingerings and certain way to play things I mean it, 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 they they can become magical and and it, and it can only be the, the guitar that can create some of these sounds. So now, to me, it makes no sense not to incorporate, incorporate them, especially, like yourself, you said, who, who's, who is a free uh, artist. I mean, he, they would improvise when they play these things, and things like that, so really. Then, also, why not? Yeah. The thing is, let's say you're a pianist, and you listen to it on the guitar. If you're just going to basically hear in the way it's done in the piano, but not quite as good, why listen to it? But right. they probably want to listen to it. If it brings something to them, then they, when they go back... It's going to enhance, we're going to, to give him some new ideas on how to play that music.
0: But I think you, the only way you can get there, the only way you can get to freedom is in some ways through discipline, in some ways. By doing things correctly, then you sort of, once you achieve that, you can say, okay, we've now managed to play Albanese on the guitar. Now, then you have a certain amount of freedom to really play mm-hmm. Albanese on the guitar yeah. and, and, and play it the way maybe had Albanese truly been a guitarist, he would have mm-hmm. actually, you know, done.
1: But it depends on what we mean by correctly, because, for example, I mean, some people, when they play, let's say Bach on the guitar, they they will not maybe add any notes to be more correct. But is that really correct? Because Bach would never have done it that way.
0: Right, right.
1: I mean, so it might it might be more correct in the sense that all the notes on the page belong to him. But in spirit and in practice, that's not how, how it was done.
0: Right. Yeah, I think the cello, you know? if you look at the cello suites, they're much more sparse because you physically can't play as many notes as the violin, which is so much more dense because notes are closer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can physically fit in more notes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of intriguing. The album is called Medea. It is done with the Tenerife Symphony Orchestra, conducted by Victor Pablo Perez. Manuel Barroeco is the guitarist, and music by Albanis Granados and Manolo Sanlúcar. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.